Welcome, 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 welcome to the Joyfulness Broadcast. So there's a big misunderstanding that leads to uh, not peace and not happiness in the other direction of that, which is that feelings come from external factors. In other words, something can make you feel some way. But if you investigate this with honesty and humility, it becomes apparent that this is not true. Um, and to recognize this is actually pretty straightforward, is pretty simple. You can just see that everyone responds to the same situation differently. Everyone responds to the same situation completely differently. And that response is obviously dependent upon the person and not the situation. And it's dependent upon what that person carries within themselves. So all the feelings that are present within that person will then reflect how they respond, how they see that situation. And if someone has a lot of fear, then they will act in accordance with fear. But if someone is void of fear, then there is no fear present and the situation is not seen in a fearful way. And that situation can't arise any fear if that fear isn't already there. And this insight thought first can be startling as it settles in there is this realization of total freedom in that the external environmental factors or anything external to your own self your own consciousness cannot influence you without you accepting it and it's not the life's events even though it might seem like at times it might really seem like these life events are really bringing stress or bringing fear or bringing or anxiety, if you're really honest and really radical humility reveals that that is only the case if you allow it to be so. That is, if you willingly go along with it, if you buy into that belief system, then that's what you're going to experience. But if you just question it, it just begins with a questioning, just a, is this really so? Or does it just seem that way to me? For example, this situation, whatever it might be, is frightening. Okay, is that so? Or does it just seem that way to me? That is a question that that begs that begs to f- discover the 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 part of you that already knows the answer because within you or all the answers are already there. That everything that you need to know is already there. It's just about connecting with that part of you. And so asking these questions, we can uh, think of it this way, I think, um, that asking these questions, we're asking ourselves, and we're asking ourselves with greater and greater sincerity and greater and greater willingness to, to, to see the answer, to see things as they truly are and not as we would like them to be or not as we would want to believe them to be, but simply as they are. And all that's required is a willingness to see that and a willingness to ask. And, of course, some insight is very helpful. For example, to differentiate between perception and reality as it is, is very helpful. To see that just because something seems a certain way to us doesn't mean it is that way. And, in fact, it probably isn't. (laughs) So, just because something seems a certain way to perception and is painted in a certain light, doesn't mean it truly is that way. And I think a helpful exercise 
is to just realize that if you start with the point, I don't know, so you actually presume that I don't actually know, I don't, I'm not actually seeing this in the correct, in the light of truth, uh, at least to some degree there is error in my perception, in this perception, even detaching from personalization of the perception, just saying, just presuming that there is some sort of error in this perception. Well, if you start at that point of not knowing as the presumption, then if the truth is seen, then it will become obvious and apparent that it is. And if it is not, if there are illusions within perceptions, that is, things are seen in a certain way, but they're not actually that way, that's what illusion is. It's when you see things a certain way, but they're not really that way. Really simple as that. If that's the case, then investigate. investigating into it will reveal, reveal those illusions and shatter those illusions. Because illusions cannot stand investigation. When you investigate thoroughly and the more thorough, the more honest, it's really to do with honesty, humility, and willingness to see. Um, as you sharpen this willingness, then more and more, or the foundations of illusions themselves starts to dissipate. For example, every illusion is founded upon this presumption that the world is as I see it. And as you question that and you say, well, is the world as I see it or is it just as it is? And how can I see it as it truly is as opposed to how I see it right now or how it's seen right now, even removing I from it? Uh, this, this starts to crumble illusions. And in my own experience, stepping into greater joy and happiness and peace isn't necessarily to do with seeing all the answers um, that sort of seeing things differently in the light of understanding is, is actually like a gift that is, that is given w when you have the willingness or when you find within yourself the willingness to let go of needing to understand, of needing to know, and you let go and you surrender and you just let be what is, and really it's to do with giving up, giving up needing to be right, giving up, needing to understand it, and just letting things be as they are and letting go. And through this surrender, in my own experiences, an understanding or a totally radically different perception, a recontextualization in the light of greater understanding arises, but as a gift, a gift that is given through the surrender, not before the surrender. So after something is surrendered, after we surrender the need to understand, the need to know, then, then this reperception occurs and we start to th see things in the light of truth. But going back to the peace and happiness thing, in my own experiences, it's actually not to do with un understanding, or, sorry, not understanding or knowing all the answers. That's probably a better way to put it. It's not about knowing all the answers. It's just about realizing that there's no questions and there are no answers. <laughs> there just is everything as it is. Uh, in other words, it's like realizing that... I mean, I don't know. That's just the best way I can put it. It's more like realizing how little is truly known conceptually and just laughing at that, laughing 
and being with that in a fun way, in an enjoyable way, and be like, oh, wow, gosh dang, I really don't know what's going on here. So seeing the world and realizing, oh, the world is just how it seems, but is this how it truly is? And then just laughing at that and seeing that, I don't know. So my own experiences, the peace, the happiness, it's very correlated with the I don't know, not the I know. It's like, oh, I don't know the answer. I don't care. <laughs> not, oh, I know the answer and let me tell you it. It's more like, I don't know the answer. And then what happens, what tends to happen is when saying, I don't know the answer, after saying that, then an answer may or may not reveal itself. Um, and it's quite unexpected and it's quite a joy surprise because a lot of the time it's like, wow, I never considered this. I never thought of this. Where did it come from? It didn't come from me. It just, it just appeared of its own. The words were spoken and I was as much a witness to them as whoever listening was. And so that's, that tends to be what happens when you surrender and you just say, I don't know, like, I don't know, or else I'd know. And that's all. Like, okay, whatever. Cool. And then asking, could I be at peace with that? That's a helpful question. Could I be at peace? Could I welcome not knowing? Uh, not forcing it. You're not forcing yourself to welcome not knowing. Because if there's resistance there, then there's resistance. But if you just start with a simple question like, could I? And you answer it honestly, you start to realize, oh, wait, I could. It at least is a possibility for me to welcome this not knowing. And if then it becomes apparent that there is massive resistance to it, then you can simply apply this question to the resistance and be like, well, okay, yes, I could, but there's a lot of resistance there. And so you'd then ask, well, could I welcome this resistance? Could I welcome this resistance as it is and like go trying to change it? And even by welcoming the desire to change it, could I just welcome everything as it is right now? And then you... You'd, you'd, you'd realize if you answer honestly, yes, I could. And as this, these, this line of questioning occurs, it tends to release all heavy feelings and the truth becomes more apparent. And this is how you can let go of feelings within yourself by realizing that the feelings are, are your responsibility, are your, the weight that you carry and you can let it go. The, the weight you can carry, the responsibility you carry Yes, it's heavy, but at the same time, you have the capacity to let it go by realizing that it's an option to just welcome it and to let it go. That is to let go, trying to change it, let it be there. And what happens when you let go um, of trying to change things and trying to push away a feeling is you start to notice that what you're letting go of actually is your own agitation for that feeling to be there. So it's not this feeling that's agitating you, but it's actually your own agitation with the feeling that's the point of agitation. And so as you realize it's an option for you to just accept and welcome this feeling, you start to release that agitation just through this awareness. And then the feeling becomes tolerable and the experience of the feeling changes. So maybe it's fear. Maybe there's a lot of fear there. And you start to realize, you might ask a question, Will I fear the fear? And you see, oh, wow. Well, fearing the fear, pushing it away, you could ask, has fearing the fear, has trying to push it away, keyword trying, has this worked? Has this been effective? 
What has this given me? And then asking, well, could I welcome it instead? Could I just let it be there? And just asking these questions, just coming to these realizations, tends to release feelings. By coming to realize that it's you who releases them, no one else, nothing external to you. You are the one who lets go. So you, it is up to you to let go. And these are just helpful questions to realize that. And some helpful insight is to realize that or to recognize that every feeling is arising from within and is subjectively being experienced within your own subjective field of awareness. So it's not coming from out there, it's coming from within. It's just there, it's present. And so if you're agitated with a feeling, it will agitate you. But if you're happy with it and at peace with it, then it won't bother you. And if you truly recognize this, then you can start to just be happy with what is, including any resistance to any feelings. And it's also helpful to realize that happiness and peace is not knowing all the answers. It's just recognizing that that inner truth that if you let things be as they are, including just how little is understood, just how much confusion is there, (laughs) just how much resistance is there. If you let all these things be as they are, that is, you just let go of being unhappy about it and be happy with it, be at peace with it, then, then peace and happiness arises. But where does the peace and happiness come from? What changed? The only thing that changed was your own attitude, your own willingness, really, your own level of willingness to be with what was coming up within. And when that willingness arises, the happiness and peace arises. Because what's happening is you're like letting go or you're dissolving the clouds which are covering up the light of the sun. You could say that the sun is like this source of happiness, is akin to the source of happiness and peace. It's within, it's shining all the time. The source of happiness and peace is like the sun. It's shining all the time. And all every agitation every desire to have something be different to what it is, to change something, to judge it, to make something uh, into a story, into a big deal. All these things, they cover up the sun of peace and happiness. And, or the light of peace and happiness, sorry. And as these things are are dissolved, so we can say that these clouds are, are dissolved, so agitation is not pushed away via more agitation. So let's say agitation is present right now to a certain feeling, maybe to even hearing this, being like, what the hell's going on? Let's take that. So there's an agitation present. Well, let's just first recognize that pushing away agitation doesn't work. I'm not telling you the answers, I'm just asking. Come to ask this for yourself and see what answers arise within you. Um, Does it work to try to push agitation away if it's present right now, if confusion, brings up agitation if there is any sort of agitation and agitation is not necessarily some red hot anger agitation is simply when you're agitated by something or when something agitates you and when something agitates you you can recognize it by recognizing that you want it to be different a part of you wants it to be different than what it is if you're at peace with something you're fine with it you have no interest in making it different to what it is whatsoever if you're agitated by something um or just by nothing, then there is this just general 
agitation with what is currently there and our desire to change it and make it be different to what it is. So agitation is accompanied by desire, whereas peace is just accompanied by peace, by peace, happiness, and joy. Agitation brings up desire, brings up fear, brings up guilt. Why am I agitated? Why do I want things to be different? Why don't I accept this? Blah, 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 blah. Brings up all these things. So if we go back to it and we find, okay, now that there's this maybe greater clarity, is there any agitation that's present? And then just asking the question, okay, well, will I continue to resist to try to push away this agitation? Has that worked for me? How has that worked out for me so far? Just recognize, honestly, it's very easy to recognize this, that if you weren't agitated by the agitation, you wouldn't be agitated by it, and there'd be nothing to transcend, and there's no agitation that would be present in awareness. So if there's any agitation present in awareness, then that is an indication that something agitates. There is an agitated energy that is present in awareness. There's something that's agitating you if you're agitated by something, <laughs> um, or seemingly agitated by something. Because the truth is that this agitation, although it seems like it's pointed to a specific thing, I'm agitated by this, by this person, by this situation, by this feeling. The truth is, if you investigate into it, that's not true. It's actually just a broad agitated energy, a general agitated energy that isn't specific to any specific thing. That is, it's not linear. It's actually a non-linear energy. And this realization comes by investigating into it, being like, just asking, like, is it really this thing that agitates me? Is it? Is it really? Or is it the agitation itself that is arising, this agitated thought and agitated story about this thing, this situation? And so if this thing, if it, let's say it's a person that's uh, pissing you off, well, if it's really that person doing that thing to you that's pissing you off, then it would always piss you off throughout all of time with no possibility of not pissing you off. But if it's actually the agitated energy within that is bringing up the agitated stories, the agitated perception, and the agitated feeling, then it's then a possibility to see that person, that action, in a different light, in the light of peace and understanding, where that same situation doesn't bother you anymore, and you're at peace with it. And so which, which case is true? Is it the case that you're doomed to always be agitated by some situation? Or is it possible to see a situation in a different way so that there is now peace? Well, I mean, to me, the answer is obvious. Based on my own experiences, it's very clear that you can see it's possible to see things in a different way in which there is peace. So just ask yourself that and answer or find the inner honesty, find the inner willingness to see the answer and you will see it. It'll just be there waiting as it always has been. So if we go back to the agitation in realizing or in, in asking these questions, we start to bring the light of conscious awareness to what's really happening, which is the case that nothing external to you is agitating you. And in fact, nothing external to this agitation itself is agitating you. So the agitation energy is actually the source of, an, of agitation, but it makes it seem like, or and it makes it seem like there are external things that are agitating you. Because so long as it makes it seem like that, that agitated energy is going to stay there. And there's going to be this feeling of justification. 
and like I, I, I I'm agitated because of this agitating. This is agitating. That's why I'm agitated. <laughs> There's a feeling ju- justification. It's turned into a big drama. There's huge payoff. There's huge, massive ego payoff, massive satisfaction, massive emotional drama. But as soon as it's recognized that this agitation or this situation, hang on, it just seems agitating to me. There's actually nothing agitating about it in of itself. If this agitated energy was gone, then all agitation would be gone. And all thoughts about it will be gone. This realization brings us within ourselves and it brings us to the source that is to the feeling and allows us to handle the feeling itself. And how do we handle a feeling? Well, we simply recognize that this feeling really doesn't have anything to do with our volition. Feelings have their own momentum, their own energy, their own rate of occurrence. They come and they go of their own accord. There seems to be a lot of bottled up feelings within us. And so are we going, we can just ask ourselves, okay, that's what it is. Well, are we going to resist it? Am I going to resist this or am I just going to let it be as it is? When you ask that, it becomes it sort of becomes absurd, at least to me, to try to push things away because you're like, well, am I going to try push against that which is or just let things be as, as they are and be at peace and be happy? <laughs> so just recognize that you can let all these feelings occur, let them come, let them go and be happy. It is possible to be happy as all these alternating feelings are coming and going. And how does that happen? We well, might be like, what? How is that possible? Well, because these feelings are not what you are. And happiness has nothing to do with feelings. Happiness is simply the state of being happy with things. And when you are in this state of being happy with whatever is there, whatever feeling, whatever thought, whatever story, whatever situation, whatever seeming perception is there, when you're happy with it, when you're in this state of happiness, then there is happiness. And how do we enter this state of just being happy with things? Well, we let go of preferences. We're really letting go of opinions. That's all we ever have to let go of, our opinions. Saying that this feeling should be different. I want it to be different. That's all we have to let go of. So can we let go of some opinions? Saying things should be different than they are. And just be happy with however things are. And in doing so, experience greater and greater. Or come into the greater and greater happiness greater and greater peace within ourselves when when it's contextualized in that light it starts to become easier to go in that direction and actually starts to occur automatically so hopefully just in hearing that some inner transformations have occurred which i am like a 99 percent certain have already occurred and that's just and that has nothing to do with me that's just based on my experiences i have seen that this is the case with through my own experiences and so It'll be the same in this case, in the sense that just hearing certain things starts to release anxiety, worry, just by seeing that there's actually nothing to worry about in the sense that any sense that there is something to worry about is just a feeling and not the truth. And so we can see then that happiness and peace and actually being in constant happiness, being in or really only happiness and experiencing or not experiencing, but being within the state of only happiness, of only peace, is actually not some um, some highty-tighty, fancy, fairy tale ideal, but is actually an automatic consequence of 
investigating into the true nature of what is going on. <laughs> and as it's investigated, it's realized that happiness is directly correlated with your willingness or with the willingness to be happy with something. And if there's a total willingness to be with everything exactly as it is, let go of any desire to change it whatsoever from what it is, then there's total happiness. Now, before I end this episode, one of the things that comes up is, yes, but if I don't do it, then how will it change? And here, to this end, we can simply recognize that the nature of this world is transitory, and things change, things come and go, they pass. Feelings come and go of their own. Thoughts come and go of their own. Money titles comes and goes of their own. Achievements come and go. <laughs> so there's no, there's actually no need to make anything happen because everything happens of its own anyway. It's only a strange illusion to say that there is me doing something. That there is I who does something. It's a persistent illusion. It's an illusion that is shared by most of society. And so it is presumed or assumed, sorry, to be true. But it's actually just an illusion. And the way to realize that is to simply investigate. Not to take my word for it. You don't have to take anyone's word for it. Just investigate for yourself and be like, well, is this really true? And just constantly inquiring into the nature of truth itself, into the essence of truth, how do, where, what is it that can truly be said with absolute certainty and really seeing into that and really taking it into just playing around with it and seeing where that leads you, <laughs> what, what is it that can truly be said with absolute certainty? Um, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. And investigating into all the assumptions. And as this investigation occurs, then the truth is revealed. And whatever the truth is, is whatever it is. You don't have to take anyone's word for it. It's great. Great news. So that's just to say that it might seem a certain way. It might seem like, okay, if I, yeah, but if, if I just let it go and let everything happen and then just let everything be as it is, the first illusion that will probably come up or a big one that will come up, it'll be like, but then nothing will change. But that's not true. First of all, that's not true. Because the nature of life is change. And when you let go, guess what? This whole time it's not been changing because of anything you did. It's been changing because the nature of the world of life is to change, to transform. And so it's the same case with feelings. If you let them be there, they actually start to change a lot faster than you they would if you try to change them. Which goes to the second point of wanting things to change the desire, if, if that question comes up, yeah, but then nothing won't change, then this is simply an indication that the desire to push things away and make them be different to what they are is still present, which is the very source of the agitation. And so there's, you don't really have to do anything with that, with that insight. You can just become aware of it, let it be there, and then ask, well, could I, once it's, once you become aware that, oh, wow, so since I had that question, then this still must be the desire to change things. Otherwise, that question wouldn't come up. And so rather than judging or kicking or pushing yourself or kicking yourself or slapping yourself for that, <laughs> you can simply then ask, well, could I welcome that? Could I let that be there as it is? Could I let that desire be there? Instead of pushing it away, could I just let it be there? 
which comes to the last point of kindness, the best tool in all this in letting the feelings go is kindness, unconditional kindness, unconditional compassion to all of life, including yourself. And kindness is devoid of judgment. Kindness is just accepting something. Kindness begins with a foundation of acceptance without question. Unconditional kindness. So there's different levels of kindness. You know, there's kindness because there's it's coming from an understanding. It says, oh, I can understand why that why they did it that way. I can see the reasoning behind that. That's that, that's a kindness. There's also a different form of kindness, or I guess we could say a more uh, purified form of kindness, just in the sense of of the the purity, like not in a in a better or worse sense, just in the sense of the purity, which is just an unconditional kindness, just accepts whatever is there without exception, without needing reasons. And the only word I can say for this kindness is grace. It's the kindness of grace to say, "Wow, how could you? I mean, look at everything that." That there's, that, that, what? How could you still be kind to me? And just saying, oh, because I love you. And then that tends to melt away anything, <laughs> any problems. But now just imagine that that's for yourself. And you say, well, how can I, how can I be kind after all the seeming things I've done and all these things and all the blah, 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 and all these feelings? And you can just answer. The only answer to that is actually just because, well, you're part of life. Then you you can love if you love all of life that includes yourself, and so that kindness comes out of love, and that sort of level of love doesn't require any reasons or any even understanding. It's just like okay, cool, just how it is. Understanding can facilitate, can lead to this level of love, but once it's reached, it's actually devoid of needing to any reasons to to love or to be kind. It's just like yeah, there is no like because. Because I love you. That's the only answer. Anyway, so that's just something helpful to, to, to become be remember is that it doesn't help if we always come back to we can come back to the practical side of it and say, does it actually help to judge? Does it help to be guilty? Does it help to kick ourselves? Absolutely doesn't. Does it serve life in any beneficial way? Not at all. And how about loving ourselves and letting ourselves be as we are and being kind to ourselves unconditionally without any conditions, just letting us be as we are and embracing us as we are? Does that benefit life? Well, in our, yes, <laughs> yes, it does. Very obviously it does, because when we are that way to ourselves, we can then be that way to all of life and uplift and support life to the greatest capacity that we can. So that's been this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. See you in the next one.